Hello, hello, Hi, and everyone. welcome. I am Mark. Hi, I'm Kara. And this is the It's Not Just Black and White podcast. Yeah, so I guess that I'm Kara. Mm-hmm. I'm 23. I'm from New Jersey, and I'm white. Yes, I am Mark. I am 24. I'm from New York, and I guess I'm the black person in this uh, <laughs> oh, in this title. Oh my gosh. Uh, we're also dating. Mark and I have been dating yes, for almost about, four about 12, years. 12, four, four years. Four years. It feels, oh my like, gosh. feels like 12. Oh my gosh. Being dramatic. <laughs> um, we met in college. We've been dating for almost four years. Our mm-hmm, anniversary is mm-hmm. in January. Mark your calendars. But, you know, we decided to make this podcast because while we're dating, while we've been dating, we've had some really great and interesting conversations about race and culture. And it's just interesting to see two people from two different backgrounds talking about these subjects that are so... I don't even want to say controversial, but almost mm-hmm. has come controversial in the time that's so divided and uncertain. And we just want to share the honest and open conversations that we have with each other, with all of you, to see maybe if it'll inspire you to have open dialogue with people outside of your comfort zone and to kind of help you expand your awareness and help you inspire you to look into education and stuff like that. Right, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we just want to get a view of uh for you guys to get a view of different perspectives because we feel like a lot of people tend to look things at face value when there's so much more than that it's it's so much more at a deeper level hence it's not just black and white yes exactly it has multiple meanings and being together in an interracial relationship we've obviously experienced um different things that we've had to talk about because of our uh you know different races that we probably wouldn't have talked about if we were uh, maybe of the same race, like perhaps, for example, if Carol was with a white guy, some of the things that have been happening lately, maybe she wouldn't have had those conversations. Mm-hmm. And same way with me, because um, you know, a black woman probably would have already known how, um, you know, that experience is, so we wouldn't necessarily maybe had to have that conversation. But we've, in a way, been forced to have to to be on the same page, and that kind of gave us the idea for this podcast. To share our perspectives with the rest of the world or listeners. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, every week we'll pick a different topic, whether it be music or something more in-depth like the Black Lives Matter movement and activism and, you know, anything else that falls under an important category that we think everybody should speak of, whatever race or gender or sexuality you are, just important topics that everyone should talk about, but we think would be very interesting between us because we do come from two different backgrounds, but... This week, we felt for our first podcast episode, it would be most appropriate to talk about interracial dating. Just just to get right into it. I feel like that's that's an easy segue since, you know, we are interracial. Let's just get that out of the way before we get into other topics. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So I'm going to throw a little history at you before we get started. So, <laughs> so it's important to talk about when interracial marriage became legalized because it really wasn't that long ago. So the story is of the Lovings, Richard and Mildred Loving. They're from Caroline County, Virginia, um, and they were married in June 1958 in Washington, D.C. because interracial marriage wasn't legalized in Virginia yet, so they had to leave the state to go get married. And about five weeks later, in Virginia, they were arrested, and they were sentenced to one year in prison, or they had the choice to leave the state. So instead of going to prison, they left the state and moved to Washington, D.C., 
where they ended up having a daughter and a son, but ultimately they still were really sad because they loved their, you know, their home state, Virginia, and they were away from their families. So, in 1963, ACLU uh, took their case to the Supreme Court, and about four years later, on June 12, 1967, interracial marriage was legalized in all 50 states. Yeah, I was just going to say that. It's just still crazy, because that was, uh, people would think that's a long time ago, but in retrospect, it's really not that long. 53 years. It's yeah. only been 53 years. I know people who are older than that. Both of our parents are Both of our parents are older, are older than, than that, older yeah. Than that, so. You know, they weren't at a significant age, but to remember, obviously, but they literally lived through a time. And that's crazy. We all probably know somebody who literally lived through a time when it was illegal to mm -hmm. uh, date somebody of a, or marry someone technically of the opposite race. Only five years ago, you couldn't marry someone the same gender as you. LGBTQ plus, um, LGBTQA plus just got... We're just able to have marriage not even that long ago, which is absolutely insane. The fact that, like, there was even a restriction on any type of love is just absolutely absurd for me to hear. Especially with us, because if we met 54 years ago, we wouldn't be able to be together. And that really breaks my heart, because I love you a lot. And you're my friend. And <laughs> I don't want to not be able to marry you. No, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's um, We still got a, a long way to go, even though you know, that has been passed. But obviously, things can't be completely changed in 53 years, and, and it still hasn't in certain aspects. Yes, laws have changed, but, you know, deep down in certain people's, you know, deep down in their, their feelings and their, their attitudes and their gestures, a lot of people still don't feel completely comfortable with the aspect of mm -hmm. interracial marriage or, or dating. Um, so 53 years is not enough time to completely fix everything mm -hmm. but with that being said how did you feel being a white woman me when yeah when you met my parents for the first time or my, my family my uh, family yeah. i was really nervous because i've never really been in a situation where i was the odd one out in a way you know I've never I think this was the first time as a white woman I'm very privileged I have very much white privilege and I've never had the I've always had the privilege of not imagine how we feel <laughs> I've always had the privilege of I've always had the privilege of not really having to acknowledge my race and now I know what it was like for you to go to a part of primarily white college where we went because that was the first time I really you know, looked at myself and was like, oh my gosh. So we as black people, we mm -hmm. we always felt that all the time. And we, and I've heard stories about white people feeling that way. And it's just, it's always so funny to me. And it's also like frustrating at the, the same time because in a way it's like, well, yeah, obviously now you know how we feel, but, mm -hmm. and, you know, people always say, oh, they know how, oh, it must be like so hard for a black person or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, people who, you know, are genuine or whatever. But obviously it feels like, they don't really know or they don't take the time to do enough either research or really like actually understand enough time to actually make themselves understand how it actually feels if they still feel that way when they're the odd ones out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It should be like, okay, you know, th this is obvious, you know, that they feel this way mm -hmm. or I, I shouldn't feel this way because they feel this way all the time, but, but sorry to interject, go on. <laughs> no, you're right. Like the sentence everything i just said like i said was so such a privileged thing to say and i'm sorry um 
that that's how it was, but it just, that's how it is, and that's how I felt, and it was just, it just made my heart hurt, because I can only imagine how you felt when you met my family. I mean, it was probably a much more different experience, and something more that you're... It was just like the, uh, the hundredth time of the, the same feeling of... Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I've obviously have done that before, going to, not, you know, a white person's family, but uh, going to a place that's predominantly white, uh, coming from a predominantly black uh, neighborhood. So it was really uh, strange, a a another time to be strange, because like going into college, it was weird. That was the first time I was like put in that position. And then meeting your, your parents more specifically, um, it was weird in the sense because, you know, I didn't know how they would feel towards me. So it was awkward because I didn't want them to try to make me feel okay. But at the same time, I didn't want them to be, you know, too comfortable. Like like when your dad was making, like oh when gosh. I first got there, when your dad made the jokes about, oh, you know, I have a uh, fried chicken and like Kool-Aid. And it's he like... offered him fried chicken and Kool-Aid, guys. <laughs> and it's like, because well, like your dad has like black friends and everything, but like yeah, every... Yeah, no, he's very accepting, well, but it's just that, you know, no, go ahead, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, what a lot of white people I feel like don't understand is that like every black person is comfortable with different things. So just because, like, say, your one black friend is comfortable with you doing certain things around them, you can't just automatically assume that, okay, I could do that in front of all black people now. You know what I mean? So it's a really fine line there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, obviously I wasn't offended, but because um, I know he was doing it with genuine, like, it, he was being genuine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I still felt awkward because it, he made it known, basically, that, you know, I'm black, which, I, you know, I don't care. I, I love being black. But just made it known that it's like, okay, you guys are like a different race instead of like, because when we first dated, we weren't like looking at it like that. You know, it was just yeah. like, you know, we like each other. We love each other. So now it's just like this elephant in the room. He just brings out, it's like, okay, um, okay, obviously, you know, you're black. So let's get this out there without like really saying it. So that was weird. But um, obviously, like, we've known each other for like four years now, so me and your dad are obviously really cool we, we were never like not cool that was just like an yeah of feeling. course it's just um, new yeah yeah it was just new how did your family react to me with, with my yeah. family oh that or what know. they told you whatever no they, they never really said anything the only thing that he said <laughs> to me was he called you um todd bridges todd bridges yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mark and i we met doing theater and we were in a show together and um that's where we kind of started dating and my dad was like because mark is a very very talented actor everyone you will see him in movies and in tv shows one day my dad he was like that, that todd bridges guy was good and i'm like todd bridges and he was like yeah mark i was like you just call him todd bridges <laughs> kara's got talented too by the way but nice. i don't know why she's not ah. pursuing but anyway oh my god no yeah that's that was cool. i i always appreciated how your family because I always knew that they, I could just tell that they always liked me, which is yeah, they always love been you. a good feeling. But. What, your family? Your, my family, it was really funny because <laughs> my dad, like, he he would make jokes. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just like subtle jokes. Like, well, before he knew you, I would say, like, I guess, like, me and my sister, like, would joke because, like, we went to predominantly white colleges. Like, if like 
if we ever brought home like a white person and he was like um well i guess you guys could like find your own place or whatever <laughs> like, like joking like that and um, i didn't know that yeah, yeah, yeah but um that was like before we were even like thought of so it was, like really? not 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 specifically towards you and then you know my my youngest <laughs> i remember when i first bought you up when i was like okay i, I like this girl and I said, you know, you're white. My younger sister was like, ha, you like some white girl, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My older sister really didn't care. My mom didn't care. Like, they thought it was just, like, sweet or whatever. Um, And I, but obviously, like, they, they all love you. Um, they all really like you. My Shout uncle out. would also make, make jokes on my dad's side, my dad's brother. I remember when I went to my grandmother's barbecue, and I went inside, and he was like, uh, so, uh, Mark, you, uh, you, you, you like tea, huh? You like tea? Uh, you know, uh, referencing a, a get out quote. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, because obviously the white woman hypnotizes Daniel Kalu's character with the tea. So uh, that was really funny. Um, but I just think it's interesting how, like, the reason, because, so I told you the, the jokes that my dad made. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to listen well, blah, blah, blah. But obviously just joking. But I feel like it's always different, like, the reasoning why like a black family or a white family would want to keep it in the family culturally. Mm -hmm. I feel like for white people, like when they want to, you know, just, you know, keep it white people, whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a little um, remnants of, it. it is a, a, a racial thing in a way. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I don't know, I don't want them to be with a black person, but they just don't really want to say it. For black people, I really do generally feel like it's either preference or it's because of, you know, historical... Yeah, of course. Obviously, you know, historical... Like the, the idea that you're with the enemy. Yeah, the historical significance of it. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay, we just want to keep it within us because you just don't want anything to do with them because you don't know how... That person might be good, but their family, who knows what their family and their friends think. So it just opens up a whole can of yeah. worms that it's just safer if we just keep it in the culture. So I always think that's really interesting because even like, I just feel like there's a difference between preference, which mm -hmm. is fine to have a preference like, oh, I prefer my daughter. You know, I really hope she, you know, marries a black person or if a Jewish mom's like, I really hope my, you know, as a Jewish kid or Asian, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's nothing wrong with preference. But I feel like sometimes with white people, they confuse preference with, um, I would rather not. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because there's some hateful, there's some hatefulness and spitefulness behind it. There's yeah. not, like, being like, I prefer my, it's not, I prefer my daughter to be with a white guy. It's, I mm -hmm. don't want my guy to be with a black. Exactly. Or like, not my, I don't want my daughter to be with a black guy yeah like it's two different tones exactly 100 percent. and like to digress for a second like I've, I've had friends who have said like oh I, I don't really like black girls that's that's completely different than saying like i prefer white girls or like spanish girls mm -hmm. you Definitely. know what i mean because i would always say i i prefer black girls but i'm with a white woman i mean <laughs> yeah. so that's that's it because saying like i don't like black girls that's just saying like you would never be with one which that's is racist you know what i mean it, it black women Black women are the most disrespected people in the United States, and I, my heart feels so bad for all the trauma that black women have been through, and I feel guilty sometimes being with you because I feel like I'm taking this black king away from a black queen who 
you know, deserves to be with someone who shares the same culture as them. And I personally always feel guilty for taking that away from someone. And I've seen these trends on TikTok that really make me upset. And it's like these guys, they'll put like either black women, like the words black women on one side of the screen and white women on the other side of the screen. And they'll like run really fast and then run towards the white girl side. And that's just so disrespectful. No, you know yeah, what I mean? It really is. It's been, and it's been like that for a while and it's been like a type of like a running joke, but it's, you know, obviously I feel like black women don't find it funny. I don't find I feel it like, funny. Uh, I feel like we're getting to a better place now of, um, you know, really even especially as, as a black man as really you know standing up for black women and i just hope that's you know resonating with the rest of you know the world too because yeah they really are overlooked and you speaking of like how you like feel guilty sometimes by taking away from black women a lot of so there's a lot of people who uh, again it's another segue of how people look at interracial couples like differently so a lot in my experience i've seen like a lot of black women not like you know interracial couples for for a good reason because it's like um it's just another black guy that they're not gonna be with now mm -hmm. it's like oh man like now another black guy is taken because most most likely it's gonna be more black men than white with white women than white men with uh black women because mm -hmm. you know in terms of being racist, it, you know, predominantly it was the white man who was racist. You know, obviously white women were racist too, but, you know, it was the white man who, like, started all yeah, of these of things and everything like yeah. that. So even carry all, carries on to this day in terms of, like, attraction levels. So obviously there are some interracial couples that have white men and black women, but not as much as the other way around. So that's why, like, sometimes some black women feel a type of way. But when it's other people who feel the type of way when it's like white people, it's like, why do you feel a type of way? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like for white people, they shouldn't feel a type of way about interracial dating. Or talk about your experience when you've seen, if you have seen a white person uh, look at interracial couples or us in oh, a weird way. People look at us in a weird way. I mean, you know, that one time when we were walking to the beach and a group of guys drove by us in a oh, car yes, yes, yes. and they yelled out and called me a snow bunny mm -hmm. or we went to the mall and that guy i seriously thought that guy was gonna like pull out a knife and like stab us when we walked by that mall, that said? old white guy oh yeah that that old white guy it was like you know how like people always say oh well you don't know if that's why he was looking at you that way that's why he was looking at he us knew. that way that i've <laughs> never seen somebody stare so long with such anger in their face like he, he was definitely born in that era mm. where he was probably like freaking 30 years old in that era when uh mm. there was still segregation mm -hmm. so he was probably still used to that or whatever and yeah. like I, I just stared right back at him i'm like are you gonna are you gonna just gonna keep yeah. looking or whatever so it's just it's just crazy because from their perspective it's literally just uh a color thing it's like i don't want one of my race to be with that color mm -hmm. when it's the other way around when they look at it and they're not particularly fond of it it's because you know it's because of the the trauma that that's yeah. been passed on throughout history so there's always going to be that um that uh that, like, that feeling disconnect. of yeah that that disconnect there but 
it's just so interesting. But uh, I remember the other time when um, we walked into the uh, the pizza place. Mm, pizza wasn't even that good. Was it? I thought it was good. No. Where was that? Italianos or? Italianos. What's the place called? <laughs> um, Zuno's? No, it was in Zernos. I know there was, was one piece Zernos. of place called Gianna's, which was no Gianni's. Gianni's. Gianna's. That place is good. Well, and actually, Italianos. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, no, it was, it was called in Zernos. Okay, sure. It was called in Zernos. Yeah, um, we walked in. Every single person in there was white. We walked in, and everybody honestly, looked at us. Honestly, also because it's very interesting now because. Maybe we thought of it that way because that was really early on in our relationship. That was, like, probably less than six months. Uh, now, I don't really see that as much. Maybe because we're not in school, not that area anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still don't see that as much anymore when we're together. So it could have been, like, oh, this is a new thing. Maybe we're, like, just feeling like uh, we're That's getting true. eyes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it was, it was like such a new thing. That's true. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I never thought about it like that until now. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously nowadays people are a lot more accepting. Of course. Um, have you have your friends like mentioned like how they felt about this? Or have you ever had any friends that felt some type of way? Or no. What have you? No, I don't think so. I think I was more of the friend who would bring it up more honestly because it was new. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're the first person I've dated outside of my race. Mm-hmm. And I've never really thought anything of when we were together. But I know, like, before I had you, before they would meet you, I'd be like, oh, like, just so you know, he's black. I don't know why I felt the need <laughs> to do that. I really don't. Because I don't have a problem. I guess internally, it's just something that I just felt like I had to say to my white friends. I don't know. But... I thought, was it, like, a thing of, like, oh, I hope, let me tell them so just in case they feel some type of way. Exactly. Or, or if they're, like since I don't really have a lot of black friends, let me, at that time, let me tell them just in case they might be racist and they might, like, say something. <laughs> yeah. So let me just preference them now. Like, yeah. was it, like, maybe, something like that? Maybe something like that subconsciously, but none of them were ever... I mean, I know a couple of my guy friends had mm-hmm. made black jokes, like, you know, like, is it really big? Mm-hmm. Or, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is just so immature. <laughs> Um, but other than, you know, small, just like, it's kind of like with my dad, just small microaggressions that are ingrained in their heads because, you know, we're ingrained with that stuff and racism is taught and learned and not saying that anybody in my life is racist, but those little microaggressions, it just comes down to being aware that you see differences. You know, sometimes you don't know, like, who's really racist until they're in that situation, in Mm -hmm. that predicament, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, and this is, I mean, maybe you could talk about this perspective as a white person, because this is just maybe how I think. Um, if you could be friends with somebody for years and they could be like, a, you know, the, the best person ever. But, and then when I meet them, I'm like, you know, I could be like, oh, I don't really like how they're like with microaggressions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't really like the way I'm getting this vibe from this person because all these microaggressions and I feel like he feels some type of way um and I'm just getting that vibe and you could clearly tell there's a there's a disconnect there yeah and because of that I'm I don't like the person because I feel like he's prejudiced yeah that you have never felt in your years of being friends with this person and that internally if 
you like really become a true ally you're like whoa this person is like not who i thought they were yeah i forget that i feel like you're referring to someone specifically that i know and i think i know who that person is i actually wasn't but Uh, i'm trying to think wait who are you thinking of i you know you know it was funny like i was i kind of like was thinking that in my head (laughs) but i haven't even really met that person yeah or like talked to them that much yeah but i i i get that that vibe vibe. and i and i I don't like that and you know it's really not until you know what it's like to be with a black person until you're probably gonna feel the same way and that's the thing Mm -hmm. with a lot of white people because they don't really diversify themselves either if that's by choice or that's just a matter of you know um you know where they are where they live or whatever so they don't really have the opportunity to do that but they don't realize that the people that they're with could be you know racist or prejudiced and so they don't even realize that they're gonna perpetuate that behavior by not saying something about it Mm -hmm. because they don't even know about it right you know what i mean yeah definitely i have a question kind of random but um do you think being with me has lessened your blackness or has you know made you feel any type of way regarding that not at all i feel like it lessens my blackness to other people or like Mm. their perspective maybe like they might feel even like white people which so like if if a black friend said it to me like you know it's still ignorant but it's funny and then i could like you know, explain or whatever, and then that's that's over with. But for a white person, and, and they said it to me before, like, oh, oh Mark's like, he, he's white. Like, I don't ever want to hear a white person, like, say that to me. Because it's, it's disrespectful because it's like you're expecting, you know, so you don't expect black people to act in that certain manner. So it's like if I were to talk uh, in a ghetto way or, you know, ghetto, broken English or whatever, your ghetto, quote, unquote, or whatever, if I sounded like I was from the hood, then it's like, okay, that's black. So then you're only, you know, you're only plugging in black people with a certain, you know, from a certain viewpoint. So you're only looking at black people as as one type of person. Like, you know what I mean? You're only connecting it with, like, a thug or, like, speaking in a certain type of way, not an eloquent way or educated way. So that's, that's disrespectful. So, um... Wait, what was your question again? I'm trying to get everybody off topic. <laughs> um, do you feel like being it. with me has blessed Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, not at all. So, when people probably, when white people, like, see me with you, they'll be like, oh, he likes, he likes white girls, which is also ignorant to say, like, if you see a black person with one white girl and then just assume that they like white girls or only like white girls. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, a very ignorant way of thinking. And I feel like uh, a lot of people do that in general. But I feel like um, especially like white people have to stop thinking that way. And also thinking that somebody is, this is the, the cool black guy that's like one of you. When it's like, no, he's still black. He just, you know, he might just talk differently or like be with mm-hmm. a white girl. But it doesn't mean he's less black and we don't even know what being black is as a white person so yeah i wouldn't speak on that if i were you definitely (laughs) so do um people ever say that you've uh or do you feel like you've 
lost your whiteness when you were with me? White. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> no, not at all. Yes, I was Are you happy to be in an interracial relationship? I mean, not at all because I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be different. I don't know. I mean, of course, I, you know, when I started being with you or we started being with each other, yeah, you know, I wasn't thinking about it as, oh, I'm in a interracial relationship until like it actually happened. But like yeah. when I was like pursuing you, I was just like, oh, I really like this girl. We're into theater. She's really cute. I'm just going to stop it. <laughs> I'm just going to pursue her. And you know, I wasn't even thinking of race at all. So I don't think it has to do I think a lot of people get that confused when it comes to interracial relationships. Yeah. People either think like that's a kink or like a fetish. Yeah, or like they're only into a certain type of race. Like even with white people, like with white girls, they might think it's like Oh, she's she's into black guys. She's only into black guys. Mm-hmm. When I happen, and and that is some some white girls are like just really into black guys, and some black guys are into white girls. Um, and I feel like it sh- it shouldn't be that way because again I'm gonna uh, backtrack and talk about the the preference because a preference is different than you know just excluding a specific race. You know what I mean? Well, how did you feel? If you ever experienced or seen about interracial uh, couples before, like me, never really thought about it. Never thought about it. Never, never saw one. No, I've seen them. I've seen lots of interracial couples, but mm-hmm. I never really, I never really thought about it. I never saw myself in an interracial relationship because mm-hmm. I just never been with anybody mm-hmm. outside of my race other than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've always seen interracial couples, but I never really thought much about them because I never thought I'd be one. But not in a bad way. Not in like, oh, I'm never going to date someone outside of my race. It's just I'd never had the opportunity to until I met you. I have another question. So when you did end up being in a relationship with me, um, did you think it was just going to be like, oh, you know, I'm with a black person and it doesn't matter that he's black. We're just going to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. and it's cool race doesn't matter um or did you know that you were going to uh learn as much about like my culture as you have so far and that that you were going to and that this was going to have to happen or were you just going to be like oh this is just how it's going to be i don't care about race or did you know like going in like yeah we're gonna i'm gonna learn a lot well there's uh, one thing there's a difference between not seeing race and color blindness because colorblindness can be really dangerous when everyone's like, I see everyone the yeah, same. Yeah, no, that's, and that's a very good point. Yeah, colorblindness can be really dangerous because if a person's like, I see everyone the same, there's no difference between us. Well, there still is a small difference because black people have been through more than white people historically. Since everybody, everybody has their own story, especially, you know, focusing on black people with the social justice and black lives, uh, black lives matter right now. Like... There is a difference, and we have to acknowledge that, but in a way where we amplify black voices rather than focus on the struggles, we try to, you know, take that past and, like, amplifying black voices and recognizing race, because if we ignore it, we're not acknowledging history, and we're Mm -hmm. not acknowledging the mistakes and the discrimination, and, like, being in an interracial relationship, it comes with that. Like, I can't just be with someone who's outside of my race and be like, yay, we're together, race doesn't matter, huzzah, because... 
that's just not how it is. Being with you, I want to be with all of you. I want to be. With, <laughs> I want to be. I want to be with your culture. I want to be with your history. I want to be with your music, and I want to know how your music relates to all that. <laughs> you need to touching learn my a face. lot more about music. I know I do, but. I, I want to be with you. I want to be with your culture. And I the only way to be with a person is to know all of them. And it is so important to me to learn those things. And... <laughs> Why are you laughing? You're making a weird face at <laughs> <with> me. <laughs> right. To answer your question plainly, of course, being with you, I wanted to learn more about your culture. Because if I didn't, then that's not an interracial relationship. That is honestly just someone wanting to be with a black guy. And I think... People need to stay away from interrelationships like that. Inter interrelationships, interracial relationships like that, because um, at the school we went to, uh, one of my friends actually uh, showed me the uh, post. Um, one girl, this is obviously after we graduated, was like, uh, you know, this is in the midst of when all these racial injustices were going on. She was like, man, like, it doesn't matter that. Uh, the gist of it was, hey, it doesn't matter that. Uh, I was with a black guy or whatever, like, I have, oh, it doesn't matter that I have interracial kids, like, they're still white, like, basically, yeah. um, kind of like, this, uh, like, like, saying that just because she's with, just because she has black kids doesn't mean she has to be for the cause or whatever, which is absurd. That is hard. So it's like, obviously, she was one of those people who, didn't care enough about the culture when she was with this person, this mm -hmm. black person or whatever. And, you know, sometimes, so when I see stuff like that, I could definitely see why a lot of black people, especially like black people who are definitely for the cause and the culture can look at interrelation interracial relationships and be like, yo, see, why, why are you in this relationship? Or like, why is it with it? This, this gets me upset because look at this one. She has kids and she doesn't even like care. They're just like, they're not even like black kids to her. They're just like, mm. okay, so what? Like, I'm not even with the guy anymore, so I could be with a, a white man now. Like, just because I have black kids doesn't mean I have to. Be. So it's like being with somebody who's not going to like care at the end. So like that that, you know, I could definitely see like again why it's different when black people don't really are still still feel some type of way about uh, interracial relationships, but. I really like what you said about the colorblindness. Yeah. I feel like that's very important that people need to take into account when it's like, you can't just say I don't see color because you're taking away all the culture and everything that goes with it, like you said. History, years, mm -hmm. years and years of both suffering, advancements, amazing people, tragic losses. There's so much in there, especially with black history specifically, there's so much to unpack that we could sit here and talk about it for hours. And if you just ignore all that by saying you don't see color, then you are not, you're not for the cause, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. Yeah, just, just, just stay away from it. Don't do it because, okay, you can find a person attractive. Well, don't, don't have kids with them or don't have a relationship mm -hmm. with them. If, if that's, if you're not ready to, you know, incorporate yourself into that culture. Yeah, definitely. No, when you're or with learn someone, about you're with it before all of you them. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I'm so blessed. Them. I'm blessed for the opportunity to be with you because I've learned so much. I've learned so much, and like, it's not saying that I wouldn't have gone out and learned this on my own, but it's nothing like learning it for someone who's so passionate about it. 
and who wants to share those experiences with me because I've never had anyone in my life who's want to share these experiences with me and these ideas and you know what we're doing right now someone I've never had anyone in my life who's want to sit down <laughs> sorry <laughs> I've never had anyone in my life who'd want to sit down and have these type of conversations with me because they just don't care enough to or they don't have the history to or you know what I mean I know what you mean I know what you mean absolutely all right well I think this was a good conversation and there needs to be more conversations like this <laughs> so deep so poetic <laughs> no I mean hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about basically ourselves <laughs> no but especially if there are like interracial couples out there and Remember maybe they racial couples that especially if they haven't gotten to that that point um of comfortability to you know speak about those certain issues but they've always had that lingering in their mind because you know of, of course like when we first started going out i wasn't 100 percent like comfortable like spewing all the uh the thoughts i had out there to you because one it could be information overload or it could like uh throw the person off like if they're not ready for it or it, you know it could intimidate them um and even though they should know it if you really want to be that person maybe you can just like you know slowly integrate uh little bits of knowledge there and there and then you know mm -hmm. so at least you're uh, establishing a foundation of you know knowing the other person's culture and what they're comfortable with mm -hmm. and things like that yeah if you're in that relationship definitely mm -hmm. no but i appreciate you and i appreciate your patience with me for things that i didn't understand and i appreciate anytime you corrected me when i was ignorant because acknowledging your ignorance and learning and unlearning is very important and i'm just very thankful to have someone who cares so much about not only their partner but their culture and wanting to share it with everyone in the whole wide world as you should no i'm <laughs> kidding but and i right. appreciate you as well for Thanks, buddy you know for listening and understanding and willing to not just talk about it but be about it you know what i mean mm. you know i'm down for the cause yeah. <laughs> but all right thank you everyone for listening i think we're gonna play a little game so we'll be right back all right so we're back we're back we're back hopefully like when this you know comes out she's she says that part as soon as i said i've been going through changes so we'll see but um i'm just gonna play a little game um keep it lighthearted and on a nice note yeah uh, that kind of relates to you know this topic you know we're just going to see if like who can name the most famous celebrity interracial couples in 30 seconds so Kara, do you have your timer ready Come on, we knew we were going to be doing this. Why isn't the time already? Okay, I got it, I got it. It make no Wait. sense at all. Mm. And you're bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Those are minutes. Four years of love. I know, seconds. okay. Goodness gracious, and you're going first. I'm I know you first? have no idea right now. I, I don't know, even, okay. I don't know who it is. And three, two, one, go. Kim and Kanye. Oh, wow. I know. Haha. -ha. Um, Aziz Ansari and his girl whose name I don't know. All I know is that he says she sounds like Mary Poppins. Um, 
Oh, oh my gosh. I'm the worst. You still have 20 seconds. Okay, okay. Um, I was sudden, kidding. You have five now. Does old Ashton Kutcher and Rihanna dated a while ago? I, does that no, count? Erin Avani and Big Sean! Not, not too late. And they're not even together anymore. So I, I only got three. You had um, I got... Kim and Kanye. Oh, you only did two. You Can just we do Kanye exes the... couples? No, no. Kim oh my Kanye gosh. Turn this off. Oh my god. It's because you don't have an iPhone. So why didn't you take the phone away from me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you only got what, Kim and Kanye and not. Yeah, Aziz but the Ansari? other ones. Yeah, Aziz Ansari and his wife. That was two, right? And yeah, two. but like technically the other ones are couples, but they were not. Okay, go, go. Whatever. Go, go. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, sure. Ready? Set. So, Danny Green and his wife, Danny Green is a basketball player, played for the Lakers, you should know that, because they just won a championship. Mm -hmm. Um, 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 oh, wow, 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 oh, yes, Dave Chappelle and his wife, his wife is, oh, she's um, Asian, yeah, she's Asian, um, I gotta beat you with three, um, ten seconds, uh, five seconds, Uh, <laughs> Time's I up. don't know. This, That's hard. I, no, I, I'm sure I do know a lot, but under the pressure, it's so. I know a lot of exes, like Seal and Heidi exes Klum dated. Exes do Like I know exes too, like Madonna and <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Probably. Yeah. Uh, what was it, Dennis? I know. I'm sure they You're dated. You're the actor I know, and I know Dennis King. Rodman. Uh, you know all those things. Also dated Carmen Electra. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of actors and actors, too, because there's, I don't know if you know him, but the actor from Luke Cage, Luke Cage, his wife is a white. Wow. What a day to be alive. Um, we'll have to do our research. What kind of interracial couple are we? We don't even know other interracial couples. Because we're better, so we don't have the time to look oh into the lesser ones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The disrespect. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. See ya. What's poppin'? Who you Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshin'. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins.